The truth lives. Political bombshell starring Rishon Blyden. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing along. Worked all week trying to make a dollar listening to that boss man holler. Take a look and what do I see? Middle of the week, halfway free. It's party time tonight. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing. Hello, hello. Wednesday, Wednesday, hump day. Welcome to Political Bomb Show, politicalbombshow.cf. Snapchat is on fire, P Bomb Show, if you want to be a part of that fun. Let's talk about many things. I want to read this um, tweet from a gay white journalist who opposed whiteness and he killed himself. So um, it says here. A white journalist, actor, and director who drew a following on Twitter by attacking whiteness and President Trump killed himself Saturday evening. Uh, Piter, P-I-E-T-R, Piter Boss Boda, 34, also known as Piter Hose, died at the the Santon Hotel in Johannesburg, South Africa. After a battle with depression reported by South African TV industry website TVT, he sent out a somewhat cryptic tweet on Friday reported by the independent news and commentary site information librarian liberation i mean and the tweet is very uh cryptic indeed i'm trying to decipher this i don't understand maybe you will this is what he said this is what he tweeted i'm not afraid of the moment of death Never have been, because as much as we weren't aware of ourselves before we existed, so too you won't be aware that you have ceased to exist. Wow. What does that mean? Well, what I do fear, however, is that I'm wrong and I get reincarnated doomed to live here again well if you believe in reincarnation when you're reincarnated you won't even know that you existed before he suffered from bipolar disorder playwright and family friends told network 24 so very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting indeed. All right, let's get into some news. The big news, the IRS tax return, New York Times gets Trump's tax docs, decade in the red, big losses. Let's see. Five takeaways from 10 years of Trump's tax figures. Since the 2016 election, journalists and the New York Times and elsewhere have been trying to piece together Donald Trump's complex and concealed finances. Now the time has obtained... 10 years of previously unrevealed figures 
from the president's federal income tax returns. The tax numbers for the years 1985 to 1994 paint a far bleaker picture of Mr. Trump's deal-making abilities and financial condition that than the one he has long put forth. Mr. Trump became an unprecedented president, a businessman, and a reality TV star with no government experience. Okay, let's just get to the meat and potatoes of this. The newly revealed tax information covers an early period of Mr. Trump's business career. And the Times did not obtain Mr. Trump's actual tax returns, but it obtained printouts from his official Internal Revenue Service tax transcripts with the figures from his federal tax form, the 1040, from someone who had legal access to them. They represent the fullest and most detailed look to date at the president's taxes. And they show that during a tumultuous decade of uh, acquisitions and speculator collapse, Mr. Trump's core business, largely casinos, hotels, and retail space in apartment buildings, ran up. billion in losses. The White House's response to the findings has shifted over time. Several weeks ago, senior officials issued a statement saying the president got massive deprecations and the tax shelter because a large-scale construction and subsidized developments. This is why the president has always scoffed at the tax system and said you need to change the laws. You you can make a large income and not have to pay large amounts of taxes. Mr. Trump was deep in the red even as he peddled deal-making advice. Trump, the Art of the Deal, came out in 1987. It became a bestseller and a powerful vehicle for the myth of the self-billionaire, blah, blah, blah. In, In multiple years, he appears to have lost more money than nearly any other individual taxpayer. He paid no federal income tax for eight of the 10 years, a la Google, Facebook, Twitter, and all the rest of them. He made millions posing as a corporate radar until investors realized he never followed through. His interest income spiked in 1989 at $52.9 million, but the source is a mystery. You know, for me, I don't care. I'm looking at what he's doing as president. It's just like, I don't care if the like if the president what what the president does in his personal time. I just care about how the country's being run, and uh, if the country's being run well, then I don't have anything to say about it. So, yeah, to me, it's not a bombshell. I don't think it's gonna affect twenty twenty for him at all. I don't think so at all, so we will see. 
Baltimore computer system crippled by ransomware virus, residents not able to pay bills. It's horrible. Ransomware is a horrible thing. The people who is doing it, that's evil, evil. Very evil. Evil indeed. Mayor Jack Young released a statement confirming the issue. Baltimore City Corps, Essential Services, Police, Fire, EMS, and 311 are still operational, but it has been determined that the city's network has been infected with a ransomware virus. City employees are working diligently to determine the source and extent of the infection at this time. We have seen no evidence that any personal data has left the system. Out of an abundance of precaution, the city has shut down the majority of its servers. We will, we will provide updates and information as it becomes available. Wow, that's horrible. I feel that if the the when the person or persons are caught, they should do hard time, hard hard jail time. In my opinion, honestly, because that's just evil, evilness. Why would you do that? Very evil people out there, you know. So I don't understand why you would want to do such a thing. Hmm, what do we have here? Huh. Interesting, sorry. Okay, so, um, what else? No sex, please. Digital life to blame for the lack of lovemaking. Digital life. Pornography? Pornography sex is on the decline in Britain, particularly among married and cohabiting couples, according to the major study that suggests the increasingly busy lives we lead. The data comes out more than 34,000 people in the UK who took part in the three waves of large study called NATSEL, stands for National Survey of Sexual Attitudes and Lifestyles. It shows in the fall of sexual activity from 2001 to 2012 in all groups with the steepest decline among the over 25s and those who are married or cohabiting. Cohabiting, cohabiting, cohabiting. However, people say they are not happy with the amount of sex they have. More than half, 51 of women and 64% of men, they said that they would like to be having sex more often. Okay. Let's make a deal. Trade war cloud over 2020 Wall Street on the edge Michael Cohen says he helped Falwell handle racy photos uh, Star comes for whiny Mueller a Mueller the donkey Ken Star comes from Mueller, comes for Mueller committed an unforgivable sin with whiny leaked letter to A.G. Barr. With rare exception, Special Counsel Robert Mueller, the hee-haw donkey, has emerged from the past two years unscathed, seemingly immune to cable news criticism. But on Monday... 
one man who previously ran a high-profile independent investigation of a president came after him with a blistering take. Appearing on the story Ken Starr, the man who led the investigation into former President Bill Clinton in the 90s shredded Mueller for his letter to Attorney General William Barr, which took the AG to task for his four-page Mueller report summary. His letter was taken, I mean, his letter was then leaked on the very eve of Bill Barr's testimony was essentially, I believe, an unfair, whiny complaint Starr told Fox Martha McCollum. Whiny was just the beginning of Starr's blistering crit- critic criticism. The former independent counsel went on to refer to the leaked letter as an unforgivable sin against Barr. Here comes Bob, Bob, Bob Mueller, the yeehaw donkey, with this letter, which is then leaked. That is, to me, the unforgivable sin, Starr said. He, Bob Mueller, badly injured this attorney general, and the attorney general didn't deserve that. But, of course, that created its own huge firestorm, including suggestions that the attorney general was totally mischaracterizing the report, report, and so forth. Do you disagree or agree? Okay, what else do we have here? Shock poll, 57% of Dems believe Trump guilty of treason. Pelosi says Russia case not closed. Sudo says impeachment. Tax the rich and more. 2020 Dems plan new levies. Biden blowout. He takes 32-point lead over Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie Sanders. You should go away, socialist, communist. F, F means F-U-F. Bernie Sanders. Biden takes a 32-point lead over Sanders. Former Vice President Joe Buttons. Joe Buttons. Former Vice President Joe Biden has a 32-point lead in the Democratic presidential race in a Hill-Harris X poll released Monday. Biden won 46% in the poll compared to 14% for Senator Sanders, who came in a distant second. Wow. Well, well, well. Let's see, what else did the others get? The poll was taken Friday and Saturday among it's not much, only 440 registered voters. California Democrat Kamala Harris was fourth with six points, six percent. Beedle, 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 came in at three percent. Tulsi. Uh, one and two, but I don't care. Bottom line is, I don't care. Crowd roars as woman tells Joe, hug, kiss me, anytime. Hump me, darling. Yeah, baby. Well, I, I just added all that in. Okay, so, 
This was in Henderson, Nevada. Joe Biden was just beginning his first public campaign rally in Nevada on Tuesday when one voter made a provocative invitation. (laughs) Oh boy. You can hug and kiss me anytime, Joe. A woman who identified herself to NBC News as Libby Peterson shouted to the former vice president from just feet away in the audience. Biden laughed nervously as the crowd roared in approval before making the sign of the cross to suggest a prayer of forgiveness. That's very nice. Thank you, Biden eventually responded. The moment happened just miles from where the 2014 Lucy Floor... Okay, I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Mayor Pete claims more experience than Trump and Pence. Experience doing what? But I'll leave that to you. America never as great as advertised. DNC faces new debate minefield, which is what do they face? What do they face? What do they face? The DNC is in a tough spot with just 50 days to go before the first presidential primary debate. Democrats interviewed by The Hill say the DNC has been as transparent and inclusive as possible in putting together the first round of debates, a far cry from 2016, when the National Party was accused of limiting and burying the forums in an effort to pave the way for Clinton. But, 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 the massive field of contenders vying for the 20 spots on the stage next month in Miami has placed a spotlight back on the DNC as it seeks to accommodate the largest and the most diverse field of the primary contenders in history. Most of the 22 candidates running for the Democratic nomination appear to have reached the polling or fundraising thresholds to qualify for the first debate, increasing the likelihood that the DNC will have to turn to tiebreakers to determine the top 20. The DNC will announce the official lineup two weeks before the debate, and that would be in June 26th and the 27th. The bottom line is I don't care at all. Maxine Maxi-Padwater moment in power confronting Trump inspiring Dems. What else is new? Maxi-Padwaters. Maxi-Padwaters. Maduro caught dancing. Maduro caught dancing. Florida man arrested, refused to remove obscene sticker from vehicle. The vehicle. The vehicle. The Florida man who was jailed after refusing to remove what authorities call an obscene sticker from his vehicle window said Tuesday that he is fighting the charges 
and will defend his constitutional right to free speech. Dillian Shane Webb, 23. It reminds me of this guy. I can't think of his name right now. My friend and I used to watch him on YouTube. He used to drive around in a car and it had MFR on it. He used to call it the MFR car. And man, this guy, he even wrote a book which was pretty horrible from what I read from all the reviews. But anyway, I can't think of his name. So someone eventually destroyed his car and then he was on the campaign to have us fundraise so he could get another car. Um, Dillian Shane Webb, 23, was arrested Sunday and charged with misdemeanor counts of violating Florida's obscenity laws and resisting an officer without violence. Let's see, what did it say? Webb told the Associated Press in a telephone interview that he plans to file a wrongful arrest lawsuit against the sheriff's office. I'm tired of the police forces thinking they are above the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Webb said. The deputy stopped Webb in Lake City because of a vehicle sticker crudely describing a sexual appetite. The sheriff's reported said, when told about the reason for the stop, Webb reportedly said, they're just words. Webb said the deputy seemed angry from the start of the traffic stop. Like the whole time, he was just really rude, Webb told the AP. It just felt to me like his goal was to get me in jail. The deputy said he asked Webb how a parent of a small child would explain the meaning of the words, and Webb said that it would be up to that parent. Webb told the AP, that he didn't imagine the sticker doing any serious damage to children. I've had parents drive me drive by me with their kids taking pictures, Webb said. They point and laugh and giggle, and they go on about their day. Webb said he had the sticker on his truck for less than a week before his traffic stop. He said... He and several friends had all decided to get similar stickers as a group joke. I guess this cop just didn't find it funny. And he just thought he had to put me in jail, Webb said. The deputy initially cited Webb for obscenity with a notice to appear in court. The report said the deputy told Webb to alter the sticker to change the the obscene parts, but Webb refused. I said, I'm not removing my letters on my sticker because it is in violation of my First Amendment rights as a tax-paying citizen. The deputy then charged Webb with resisting and took him to jail. Webb was released several hours later on a $2,500 bond. Webb's vehicle had been towed when he was arrested. He said the sticker was still in place when he retrieved the vehicle. The American Civil Liberties the ACLU of Florida released a statement Tuesday questioning why the sheriff's office was wasting resources on such such a traffic stop. Okay. I don't know what, why, why, why. You know, even though you have your freedom of your 
First Amendment, sometimes certain things just shouldn't be done. Like that guy with the MF car. I mean, he didn't last that long. I don't even remember his name. So he he didn't really make an impact. It's just stupid. Honestly, I think he was just doing that, the MF or car guy, he was just doing it, I believe, to try to gain fame and money. It's clear. I mean, it was just stupid, some of the things he did. So, um, yeah, it, it just makes no sense to me. Not be, just because you can do something means you should do something. That's my take on this. Fake news danger. Danger, 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 stranger, stranger, danger, danger, stranger. Deep fake videos that can make anyone say anything worry U.S. intelligence agencies. A video of a seemingly real anchor reading a patently false script saying things like, the subways always run on time and New York City pizza is definitely not as good as Chicago gives a whole new meaning to the term fake news. But that fake news anchor is a real example of a fascinating new technology with frightening potential users. I was stunned watching the Frankenstein mix of Steve Lacey's voice coming out of what looks like my mouth. The video is what is known as a deep fake, a computer-generated clip using an algorithm that learned my face so well that it can recreate it remarkably accurate. My generated face can be swapped onto someone else's head, like the original video, or it can be used to make a new one. I'm saying things I've never said. For this piece, I worked with Leyu and his team at the College of Engineering and Appealed Sciences at the University of Albany. For many people, seeing is believing. I would say it's not 100% true anymore. The their deep fake research is funded by the blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't care about this stuff here. Philly mosque receiving threats after video shows children reciting violent poems and songs. Hmm. Well, well, well. Let's see what these songs said. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, looking, looking. I bet you they won't tell me what the songs, what the poems are. Nope, I don't see. It doesn't say. This care announced Tuesday that the organization will host a series of free diversity training sessions. Oh, get F out of here. I got something for you to train right here. It's really wild. You could come and try to tame it. <laughs> oh, boy. As Latin America gets poorer, democracy itself now in question. This anchor doesn't exist. Didn't say that. Human in AI created video look Okay, let's see. Looks draw looks real. 
Let's see where is this video. Oh, this, I don't even know where this is from. Okay, yeah, AI is very is a very scary thing. I have to admit that it can be used for too many bad purposes, and so I don't like where it where it's going. I don't. I definitely don't. Let's see. Lyft stops providing key data, then insults the investors. Uber drivers protest around world ahead of IPO. Pressure builds for FTC to punish Zuckerberg. He's got to be punished. Zuckerberg and Amazon and YouTube and all the rest of them. They really do need to be punished, honestly. They really need to be punished. I'm not... I've always had that stance. And I've, I've always been angry that this administration isn't punishing groups like that. But is it because now we can see by the tax return that you were part of that group and you don't want to punish them? Is that it? I don't know what else to, it can be. I really don't. I really and truly do not know. But, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand that, uh, to understand what's going on here. You really don't. I mean, it's not it's not good it really isn't good so um they gotta be punished too big to fail you know what i mean too big to fail that's the problem and even though i use many of these services it's not facebook but Regulators to hold Facebook CEO Mark Zucky Zuckerberg accountable, and as well as they should. He should have been held accountable, not just him, but all of them. All of them should be held accountable for his company string of privacy scandals. The FTC is wrapping up a long-running investigation into Facebook over its data practices and is expected to levy a multi-billion dollar fine. Very good! But a report from the New York Times said that a rift has opened at the agency over whether to also hold executives like Zuckerberg liable in any enforcement action. They should, and all. Throw the book at them. The whole dang library. Last month, Facebook took investors that it's expecting to pay a fine as high as $5 billion to settle the FTC's investigation into its privacy practices. That sort of sum would be the largest fine ever levied 
against a technical company more than 200 times the record 22.5 million penalty Google received in 2012. Facebook, which last year made 55 billion in revenue. Okay, so I'm still certainly try to keep up with that because it needs to happen. It really does. Sucky Zucky. Sucky Zucky Sucky Zucky Sucky Sucky Suck Zucky You Suck 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 Sucky Sucky Zucky Seven Thousand Robots to Work Construction Liquor Death Sells Water to Tech Pros Bros Too Cool for Alcohol Huh. Too cool for alcohol. Too cool for alcohol. Liquor death. Mountain water. Liquor death sells water to tech bros who are too cool for alcohol. Mm -hmm. A 12 pack of liquor death. 16 ounce tall boys. Is twenty one ninety nine? Are you crazy? It's not. What's in the cans? Cheated dripping skull. <clears throat> non carbonated mountain water. For tw are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you insane? Are you nuts? F out of here. F out here! Stupid fools. Lawmaker wants to ban all bags. You will, you know, this people, this is, I am not dealing with this. Do you know how, I'm not, I'm not, first, I'm not gonna, if you want to ban the plastic bags, these are, what do you call them? I don't even know what you call them. The the bags, the permanent bags, you can't charge that much for them. They're, they're too high. The price is too steep. If they made them more affordable, people would be more inclined to grab them. But um, I live in, in a town that they, they've done just that. They've banned plastic bags. No matter where I shop, I um, have these paper bags forced upon me if I don't have the permanent bags. And so, um, what what do I do? The bottom line is, I shop to the next town over. I will not shop in my town because of that. I tried it, and I'm not dealing with it, especially in the spring when it's raining. I'm not dealing with it, and I'm not buying the permanent bags. I am not, so... In twenty eight August twenty eighteen, the New Jersey Governor Governor Phil Murphy, Democrat, vetoed a bill that would have imposed a five cent fee on both paper and plastic carryout bags, arguing that the legislation did not do enough to protect the Garden State. Oh, see, outlays don't want to ban all bags. What the hell are you supposed to use? Single-user carry-out bags, particularly plastic bags, represented a significant source of the litter and the clutter. Let's see. Da, da, da. Violators would be fined anywhere from 500 to 5,000, depending on the number of offenses. Bill passed one state Senate committee back in 2018, but was but it's been idling in the legislators ever since. You know, you know, I 
I know that the one thing I don't like about plastic bags, and a lot of people do litter, and the wind do take these bags to the ocean and kill it kills animals. So that part of it, I don't, you know, I just don't like that. But if you want to really get rid of all the plastic bags, you have to have a cheaper alternative rather than paper. Just paper bags is not going to do it. They're not strongly made. I, I, don't, I don't like using them. I have bad experiences when I have to buy my canned goods. You can't put them in paper bags. As soon as I pick it up, I'm walking to the car, it rips. So I can't deal with that. Like I said, the permanent bags... You gotta make them more affordable. Find a different way to make them, or you know, to make it's gotta be less expensive. Bottom line, you're charging too much for it. That's just me. That is just me. Mexico's president threatens critical journalists. Marine commandos ran military gear. Theft ring. Unbelievable. Do you want to learn to get rid of demons? Sound like one of those sons or one of these. The Daily Star. Vatican offers $350 pound exorcism training to teach how to cast out evil spirits. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, this Pope, honestly, he's not a Pope. He's really, <clears throat> he's a, he's not a Pope. He's just, he reminds me of, of Obama. He wasn't a president. This is not a Pope. This is not a Pope. Man pleads guilty to stripping naked in church and pleasuring himself. You oh, unreal. You're sick. This is a sick, sick young man. He's sick. This is uh, from May 7th. A North Dakota man has pleaded guilty to stripping of his clothes and desecrating a Catholic church. That's just sick. And these witnesses by 75, you see this this guy doing this, beat, beat him down. Or <sighs> Zachary Burdick, 21, pleaded guilty. A misdemeanor disorderly conduct and indecent exposure charges in connection with a bizarre October 9 incident at the Spirit of Life Church in Mandan. Burdick seen at the right was originally charged with felony indecent exposure, but the count was reduced as part of a plea deal. A district court Judge has not set a sentencing date for Burdrick, according to an online case docket. As detailed in pro bail case advocate, Burdick was tweaking on meth when he appeared in church ent- entry at 9 a.m. Mass was on the way. He removed his clothes and entered the font where he began masturbating, facing the altar. That's sick. Sick. That's like really sick. That's sick. Then, uh, let's see. Daryl. Kiltzer, 68, told cops that he saw Burdick splash around in the holy water fountain before entering the sanctuary 
city while masturbating. The church pastor's father, Todd, was conducting mass when Broderick appeared and dipped his rear end into the holy water fountain and splashed around a bit before entering the sanctuary. It's going to cost $500 to clean and sanitize the font. Doing questioning, Bardic admitted that he was tweaking on meth and had used hashish oil. At one point, Bardic reportedly told cops that he was trying to bust a nut inside the church. Sick. Brodick was free on bond. Sick. Sick. Sick, sick, sick. Sick. Sick and demonic. Oh man, that's a mess. Okay. Sick and demonic. What else do we got here? Uh, I don't see much. <clears throat> so the bottom line, today's takeaway with the New York Times getting their hands on Trump's tax doc and saying he was a decade in the red. The bottom line is, um, t- for me, will that will that make me change my mind from supporting him? No. What is changing my mind is not following through on key things like building the wall and seemed like he like I'm being jerked around and like it wasn't going to be ha- going to happen. So if you think that you're going to run in 2020, I'm building the wall and you think I'm going to fall for it this time because I really believed it the first time. So it's not going to happen. I'm definitely going to be sitting it out. So I don't care about the tax return docs. I care about the wall. It's the bottom line. Thank you for listening today. Take care now. Bye-bye. Let's go.